Hey there! Before we get started, we want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in to the Kuhau Podcast. We hope it encourages you and draws you closer to Jesus as you listen. Let's get excited for this message and let's get ready to hear from God. Thank you for having me today. Um, I'm so blessed to be here. Um, you're going to excuse my language, but I'm going to try to speak in English. <laughs> Some, I'm gonna tell you. You may see. I'm gonna tell you my story so that you take a few minutes. Uh, I was uh, in Dominican Republic, and God spoke to me to come to graduate school here in the United States. So, what I did, I applied to one uh, one of the university here in Virginia, uh, Regent University. I don't know where you know CBN, Pat Robertson. So. I heard the voice of God who told me, I will give you the language. <laughs> I was 27, um, just finished my, my computer science and engineering uh, degree. So I went to school without knowing the language. So the first semester, I remember, uh, I was with one dictionary in my hand. I was relating with, with with a person who was speaking about uh, illiteracy. So I was, you know, in English, I was like, none. So I spent, I took one class and I went to the library and I spent the whole day just in one paragraph, just translating every single word with the dictionary and learning. So the first semester, the first trimester, I, I went through the second trimester, I took two classes. And the third trimester, I took full time. So in four years, I did uh, an MBA, a Master in Business Administration, an MDF. And I graduated with three point, almost nine percent. So that's how I learned. I learned by reading. I didn't learn by phonics. So that's why sometimes it's so difficult. I understand everything. I can read everything. Imagine me reading F.F. Bruce. You know, I don't know those who don't tell. Francis Schaeffer. You know, those, type, those people like, man, I say, where in the world they get these words? <laughs> so, <laughs> so for me it was a, a challenge because I have to learn the language, but not only the language, but I have to learn a high-level language when I'm going through school. Saying that, you know, when I speak with the young people that I see, oh, you know, I don't want to go to, I don't want to study, I don't want to go to school. I say, come on, this is the best nation in the world. You have breakfast, you have lunch, you have transportation, you have books, you have computers. Oh, my God. Even if I have only 5% of the things that the kids of this nation have, I will be, wow, far more beyond where I am right now. But thank God my kids, they, they embrace education um, and they are doing excellent. So they are going forward in the name of Jesus. So, so how I'm doing so far? Good? <laughs> okay, good. I feel home now. <laughs> okay, let me time myself. I, I want to be precise and, and I, I want to go to the point uh, of what I want to share with you today. Um, you know... When I preach, I usually preach by series. You know, I spend one month, two months sometimes. 
just trying to download some aspect of thoughts and understanding about God. Uh, you know, I like when I go out because then I have to do it in 45, 50 minutes. <laughs> so, so I'm going to try to not, to, not to speak to you a message. I want to try to convey and to transfer to you, to your spirit, something that I've been learning uh, for so many years. Uh, I don't think that I get it old, but I think that I have some good understanding. Uh, everything began with me when I begin to understand the Trinity, God. You know, God is Father, God is Son, God is Holy Spirit. And you know, when, when we speak about that, we usually, we don't, we don't, we don't, we only get that concept in, in, in terms of, of uh, theological aspect, but the practicality of the, tri the Trinity of God is so amazing. You know, one of the things that I, it blows my mind, that community was not created in the earth. Community exists in eternity because God never has been alone. I don't know, you know, just that thought. So community, you know, why we are together? Why human beings need to, to live together? Nobody live alone, you know, in the earth. You can live in an apartment alone, but you don't live alone because you need to go to the store. Somebody has to sell you the food and somebody has to make the transportation. Somebody has to plant the seed. So nobody live alone because nobody in creation, the way that God create everything, he create everything with a concept of community. So community is not something from the earth. Community is something from heaven. But when he created everything, he was bringing heaven to the earth. I want you to follow me in my thoughts. Because, you know, you have a lot of, a lot of understanding in, in, in many things when we read the scripture. You know, why did God create man? And why he didn't create the woman at the same time? You know, when you, when you study Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2, then you, you follow, you know, the train of thoughts. But the basically is this. God is one. You know, that's why polyamor, you know, there is something new now in, trans, in gender, whatever. You know, it's crazy the way that people are thinking. You know, you cannot love too many things at the same time. Because God is what? God is one. But he's not only one. He's Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So he's one. So he created man. So when he created man, then he, he brought the woman outside man. And then man and woman come together and they have kids. So it was a pattern. God is one. But he coexists in a community. So therefore, when he created everything, he created one man, but from that man came the woman. You know, woman didn't come second because she was less. She came second just to God giving us the understanding how he operated in heaven. Then a man and a woman will come together. And then what is going to happen? They're going to create kids. So it's the man, the woman, and the kids. Three. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. 
But the key point is this, is that before God created man, he created everything that man will, will need to live in the earth. So that's very key because he, created, he brought the community from heaven into the earth, but he didn't bring in without nothing. He created everything that that man will, will need to live in the earth. Just follow my thoughts. Why God did that? Because God doesn't want you to go after provision. Provision should follow you. If you are following provision, then you have an orphan spirit. So you are operating like you don't have a father. Just follow me. Because I want to deposit something in your life that is going to change the way you think forever. If you get this, because this is how God built everything. God didn't want you, mankind, to follow after things. That's why when he created man, before he created man, he created everything that man will, will need into the earth. So that's, that's a very key concept. Because if you understand that, then you will operate in, the, in a different channel, in a different configuration. Your mind will be changed forever because now you are not surviving in the earth. You're not working for getting something to be supplied into you. You are working because God created work, but work doesn't supply your needs. Let me try to explain this from an economic background. You don't work to get your needs. You know, this is the way I explain it. I like aguacate. You know, I don't know how many of you like guacamole. How many seeds of avocado God create? One. Now you follow my thoughts. God is what? He is one God. He created what? One man. He created what? One woman. He created one seed of avocado. Now, how many seeds do we have of avocado right now? Millions of seeds. And we have millions of trees. But everything came out of only one. So follow me now. So why then God create work? Work was not for me to supply my needs. But work was created so that I can increase and multiply what God has created. So when you go to work tomorrow, you don't go to provide for your needs. Your needs, if you are a son of God, if you are created in the image of Christ, you already have everything that you need. You're going to work because you're going to do something. You're going to, you're going to activate a principle that is so profound, is, is, that is to exchange something that have, have given to all mankind to the same measure that is called time. 
So everybody has 24 hours. So the only thing that we don't know how to exchange time for what we need. You got 24 hours, I have 24 hours. The only difference is that I, maybe I use better my hours than your hours. So God gave you a commodity. You know what is a commodity? You know, uh, gasoline is a commodity. Uh, you know, God gave you a commodity. So the only commodity that God has given you as a gift to all mankind at the same time with the same level, it calls time. So that you can exchange time for everything that you need. So that mentality to go to work because I need money. Wow, if you're doing it because of that, you're behind. Because I don't work for money, even though that I need money. I don't want to damage your brain. <laughs> but this is not money. This is fiat money, F-I-A-T. You know what that means? Fiduciario in Spanish. That means that this money worth because you got the credit that this is $20 bill. And then you believe that, I give it to you, and then you just accept it. But this is no backup for nothing. This is just paper. They only changed the number here. Five, 10, 100. This is not money. Money, listen to me, money cannot be created. That's why Haggai God said, mio es el oro, mio es la plata, mine is the gold, mine is the silver. Money doesn't belong to people, real money I'm talking about. This is a medium of exchange. But this is not money, this is to exchange. Well, that's another topic, but I don't want to get into that because I'm, I, will, I will sidetrack. Let me go back again what I was. So why God create work? God create work so that you can, you can, you can work and then whatever he creates, you can multiply. That's, that's the basic of work. You can multiply, you can, you know, when you get paid on Friday, what do you do? You exchange 40 hours, you change time. Who gave you time? Come on, help me. Who gave you the time? So God gave you the time. Now you exchange your time and then you receive something. And then when you receive something, then you want to steal from God who gave you the time. You know, people have a hard time tidying. And I understand why. Only a person who has everything can give everything. You know, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm online because I don't want. Okay, I have to be careful with what I say. <laughs> No, yeah. I just want to be sure. If I have a lie, then I will tell you something different. In terms of, you know, how I say it. It's not that I'm going to make a trick. <laughs> you know, when you give your tithe, what you're doing, you're giving from the past. 
because that's what you that's what you gain. But when you give offering, you're anticipating the future. You follow me? <laughs> you know, I've been, I've been, well, I don't want to go there. Okay. I just want to, because I don't, I don't like to say some stuff, you know, that related with me, but, but some people, they don't, you don't get it. So you don't get it, then you're never going to get it. But if you understand some principle, is it, 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 it gained some, some understanding that God created everything for you. So you don't have to follow. Now, this is the principle. God created everything so that you in your identity as a son, then you don't need to strive for something. You don't need to fulfill your own desire or your own needs. Your needs are they are already taken care. You know where? It was taken care of before you were created. And that's the key. You know, in the Pentecostal movement, when I come from, oh, you know, el diablo te va a robar todo. You know, how the devil is going to steal something from me when he was not present when God created everything for me? Oh, come on. You follow me? Nobody, oh, I don't know if I can shout here. I don't know how you preach here. But you can, nobody can take you what God has given to you. Because God created everything for you. God created everything from heaven before the creation of the world. He made the plan and he brought into existence in creation. He created everything and then he plants you in, into the atmosphere of the earth. Now you can live here on the earth with I. I identity that you are a son and a daughter of the most high God and nobody can destroy and to stop the purpose that God has already planned for your life before the foundation of the world who shut that up but this is this. the key is to understand how he configured everything Let me try to explain something. Let me say how I do it. You know, God is a spirit. So you don't see it. You know, the problem is that our reality is based on what we can touch. But that's not reality. I'm going to try to explain you something. How? <laughs> Do you know that you... <sighs> Do you know that you can create things in the earth? Because you're creating the image of God. And God a creator. You know, one of the things that make us in the likeness of God is that we have the capacity to speak. Animals cannot speak. Horses cannot speak. The only problem is that people spend most of the time speaking garbage. I'm sorry that I tell you that way. I don't say another word because it's a bad word. <laughs> but you know what I meant. Garbage. Mm. 
I just want to get to you, you know, because most of you, maybe when you were in the world, you use those words. It's garbage. So people, people that don't understand where they are is a consequence or the end result of what they speak. You know, <laughs> let me try to, ay, ay, ay. You see, when you say, oh, this is the word, this is not the word. This is the written word. The word is a person, is the logo, is Jesus. The word is something that is transcend humankind. You know, I was thinking a couple of days ago. You know, why God, when Moses went to the mountain, didn't keep the, the first table of the Ten Commandments? And then he had to go back second time. I, I've been there. I've been there in Egypt, and I took a trip to the mountain. Three hours took me. I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, and then I went at 6 o'clock, and I was up there. I did. I know where, I know where he was. It's, it's an amazing uh, view. It's powerful in the desert. So why he allowed this guy to come down, destroy the table, and then go back again? Now he, he's got to say, I don't want to do it now. Now you're going to do it. Because it was the first time that something that was eternal, the word, that was trans transferred from the dimension of the, of, the, of, the, of the invisible with the finger of God into the earth. You know why? Because nothing that it will, it will be permanent in the earth if it's not configured into the heart of mankind. Because now, it was a revelation of the, of the new covenant. God said, you know, my finger cannot stay in those stones. That's why I'm going to bring a new covenant. And I'm going to write with my finger, now my law, into the heart of my people. Something visible that you cannot see. So God is a spirit. So he don't want to get confused and leave the, you imagine those stones in here in the earth? You know, you have to make lines just to go and see it. Because, oh, that was the stone that God wrote it with his finger. You know, you will have millions of people just to go and see it. But God didn't allow that to stay. Because the law cannot sustain the grace. So they, they were in a dimension of law. Because, you know, well, I don't have time to go into the law. Maybe your pastor can explain you that later on. But, but, but you know, the, the law was not able to sustain grace. Therefore, God, have, when he brought the law, when he brought the commandment that was written by God by his fingers, and then he, he, he was not able to sustain because it was not the composition of the man. In that time, they didn't have the capacity to support and to retain Faith and grace. Therefore, when God created everything, he's a spirit. Now, this is the key now. Because he's a spirit. I have one spirit because I was born again. If you were born again, then you have the spirit alive now in you. And now you have the divine nature.
if I'm going to, if I want it, you know, imagination is something from God. Good imagination, no, you know, no sexual imagination, no, you know, those things, crazy. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about reality. Imagination was given by God. So if I can imagine God now in terms of his body, he's a spirit. But the composition, follow me now, the composition of the body of, of God, you know, let's imagine a little bit because there's an only way to, I don't, I don't have another way to explain this. So if I look God, oh, he's a spirit, so I see the body. But when I'm going to go and I get close to that body, then I'm going to see that the composition of the spirit, that composition of the spirit is grace. So if I'm going to touch God, oh, you're a spirit. But the composition, the material that that spirit was made, it was made with grace. So that's why God cannot do anything without giving. Let me say it on this side. There is nothing that God can do that don't, that don't involve giving. Because the heart of grace is the blessing. So, let, let me put it now in perspective. You know, God is a spirit. His composition of his of his of his spirit is grace, but grace means that God cannot do anything without giving. And in order for God to give, then he needs to bless. He needs to bring forth the grace in manifestation to a reality that we can understand. The grace of God now is, 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 is manifest in our life through through grace, because grace is the composition of that spirit. Therefore, from eternity, God has been working every single minute, every single second, every single hour, every single day, every single second. God is doing something for humanity and for mankind. And what he's doing, he's giving to you something. Now, God is giving you something. I don't know if you came to church just to have fun. But he's, he's, he's downloading something, your spirit. He's giving. God cannot do anything without giving. Now, that's why God cannot give himself if he don't give everything. Oh, I'm going to give you a little bit of my love. He cannot do that. You follow me now? <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, you want to divide God? Okay, you know, just give me a little bit. You know, that's our mentality. That's our normal mentality. You know, God, you know, if you just touch me today, you know, you know, you know, you know my knees, you know, you know that I'm a strong man. He said, God, just shut up. That's not going to move God. 
What is going to move God is that you understand who He is, and not only that what He is, but how He's made of. He's made of the Spirit, and the Spirit and the composition and the material of the Spirit is grace. Therefore, God doesn't want to give you something. He wants to give Himself to you. That was the problem of Israel. Because when they want God, they only want to give God you know, a little portion. You know, when I go to the Hispanic churches, not here, this, this is not here. I say, you know what, Pastor? I see by the Spirit, there is some people here that they went to the mall and they stole shoes and clothes. Maybe, let me see, Holy Spirit open my eyes. You know what? If you bought whatever you have with a tithe, then you stole from God. Because that's not yours. So you have property that is. You wouldn't see it that way. Well, let me, let me change the subject. Because <laughs> my time is almost done. <laughs> so good so far? So good. Come on. Are you saying English? I don't know. <laughs> okay. So you understand what I'm saying, right? If you understand what I'm saying, then I'm good with my English. So the problem is this. The God cannot give you something halfway. If he's going to give love to you, he's going to give you all the way through. And you know, to break your theology, your bad theology, you know that God loved you the same way before you were saved and now? <laughs> Some people say, oh, God loves me more now. Baloney, he loved you before, <laughs> and he will love you now, and he will love you the same tomorrow. But you follow me now. When God, you know, God cannot do anything without giving, but what he gives, he gives everything. That's why when he was creating everything, he created everything by the word. That's why, it's, you, know, you know, I love my, well, I don't want to say anything, but those uh, classical evangelical, you know, oh, this is the scripture. You know, <laughs> it's beyond this. When God created everything, he gave himself. Because he was in, in lavismo. I don't know how you say that in, the, in English. But, the, you know, they said, they, they said the, there was darkness and he was in the, in the abyss. Abyssmo? In the abyss? Oh, you, you got abyssmo. I don't know, abyss. And then the water was there. And what happened there? The Holy Spirit was, was over, boloteando como una paloma, like a dove. On the water. Who was, quien estaba en la oscuridad, en el abismo? The Father. There's the Trinity there. Who is the water? The water is the Word. And who is the Holy Spirit? And then he said, let it be light. Now, in the fourth day, that's when he created the sun. So what light he was talking about? 
it was not a light that was created because the light that was created was the sun and was four days after. So why when he said, let it be light, what he was saying is the invisible God, the God that has been dwelling from eternity, that never has been seen, now the composition of the both of three, the darkness, the, the, the water, and, and the dove is the, tr the trinity. And God said, now let it be light. What he said was, now let's reveal who we are because nobody can know God if God doesn't reveal himself us so what, what what he was doing was he was creating everything he was giving everything when God created everything he created everything from him from him he didn't you know he said okay let me let me create this and just just make a little bit of this The problem is this, that when we give, we don't give the same way God's give. And that's the problem. Because if I have human, if I have the nature of God, the divine nature, then I need to operate in my life the way that God does. You know, when we moved to the church, the building here, we were like 40 people. We were paying $900 in the place that we used to rent in Monroe. So when we moved that Sunday, we came here Monday, we began to pay $8,000. So we were 40 people. You know, when we got $1,000 a week, we were happy. When we got 1200 or 1500 I took my wife to lunch or to dinner with, you know, after the offering, it was amazing, you know, $900, $800 a week. We moved from one place to another place, and I'm never gonna remember, I'm never gonna forget what happened. I'm gonna explain you some kids now. When we moved that Sunday, before we moved, the offering was $24,000. We moved from one place with the same people. 40 people, for those 40, for my kids, <laughs> they didn't work. So it was like 36, I don't know, you know, it was like 30 adults, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> but you follow me, what I'm saying. So we move here, and now we have to spend $800,000 with 40 people. We did it. In a few weeks, people begin to give. It never stopped. We never stop. We built a place. It's brand new. He, he, you, some of you have been there. We got the permit, the final permit last Monday. The final payment, we got it. For the building department, so we are leave a church. You know, when I, when I look at this, I say, how in the world we were able, 40 people, we grew a little bit more there, but how can we make a project in cash of $850,000. Can you tell somebody, that was grace. Nothing to do with me, nothing to do with the people. That was grace. 
Because the problem is that we don't know how to access grace. Grace is available because the composition of God is grace. But we don't, we don't, access, we don't know how to access grace. But because when you access grace, you need to go with the mentality, with the mindset, with the configuration of the word. You don't go, you don't go, you don't go to, to with that mentality. You know what is the mentality? The, the, the nature of, the, of grace is when I give, nothing is reduced. That's the that is the liar that, 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 that comes from hell. If I give next Sunday, I'm going to have less. That's not grace. Because grace, grace, grace understand that when you give, you don't reduce, you don't reduce the grace. On contrary, when you give, you are destined to be multiplied exponentialmente. I don't know how to say that in English. Exponential. Because if you, if you give from an offering spirit, then what is going to happen, you're going to give of what you can. You're going to give with the wrong motivation because then you want exchange. Oh, I'm going to give this because God is going to give me this back. When you give it all, is, is that when you begin to give God, like God, because God gave you all. So when you need to operate in that, in that mentality, I'm not saying that you go and you enter your bank account, you bring it on the next Sunday. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, your heart needs to be right. You follow me? You need, to, you need to give with understanding. You need to come into the presence of God that when you give, it's not gonna, you're not going to have less. Because when you give, you activate the nature and the divine nature that is within you. And that divine nature that is within you is have the same composition of God. God is grace. So you give not to get back. You don't give God to exchange. When you give with the right mentality, what you're doing is you are activating the nature that is in God within you. And when you do it in that way, now grace is accessed. And then when you give, you don't have less. See, in, when you give, you don't have less. When you give, you expand your capacity to receive more in the name. My God. Oh, do I speak to somebody today? It's the capacity to, to expand. It's the capacity to be like God. You know, when you give in that mentality, you know, when I bring my tithe, when I bring my offering, when I bring my first fruit to the church, I'm not thinking what, that I'm giving to God. What I'm thinking is God is giving me an opportunity again to release His nature and to operate in the earth with the nature of God. What is the nature of God? God is a God of grace. God is a God who gives. God is a God who has everything. And when I give, I activate and I give from a platform that now I'm behaving and I'm showing how God is 
I say this in my church most of the time. Maybe you can remember this now if you don't remember anything else. Yo lo digo en español, déjame cómo lo traduzco. Una de las cosas que te hace parecer más a Dios es cuando tú das. One of the things that make you look like God is when you give. You know, people say, I want to be like God, but don't give anything. You're not going to look like God, boy. You're going to pretend. Well, my time is up. No. <laughs> uh, let me see. So the mentality is this. I'm sorry I didn't read the scripture so the pastor doesn't go to invite me next time because <laughs> I didn't open the Bible. <laughs> but it's okay. That was my, my introduction and my thoughts of what I'm supposed to preach today. But I just want to leave you with that. When you give, you increase your capacity to receive. Then when you receive, it's like a cycle. Then you give again, and then your capacity increases. I'm going to finish with this. I don't like to do this, but I have to do it. Because I want to challenge some of, some of you. You know what I did three years ago? I don't know why I did this, and now I bow. I say, oh, man, I don't know. You know, it hurt me the second time, but this year, it was better. I feel better. You know? God told me, you know, you, you give first fruits. I said, you know, I said, I, you know, I've been doing, you know, good, good face, you know. I give one one week of my salary. Then I, I just give me a few more minutes and I'm done, right? I got like three more minutes and then I'm done. Yeah. I want to be faithful to the time. Uh, so, you know, I'm like, okay. You guys say, you know, increase it. So I increase it. I give the full month. Oh, that was something big. We got told me, oh, I want you to give you $8,000. That was three years ago. God, $8,000 of first fruits? Ooh, that's going to hurt me. You know, I did. What I didn't know, what, what God was telling me next. He said, you know what you did? Yes. They said, from now on, you will never give less. Any, any sequence a year, less of what you gave. I said, why? You know, I told God, you know, why you didn't tell me that before? <laughs> you, you follow me, those traps? I said, oh, my God. So last year, you know, so I gave, you know, $8,000 and $1. You follow me? And this year, I did it again. You know, I'm going to get maybe, I don't know. It's going to be more than $1. I don't want to tell you that amount because then 
you think that I'm boasting? I remember one time I did an activity and I was a net loss of $40,000. You know what I learned with that? One thing is that when you, you don't have for the rent or for something to pay and you ask God to supply for you. But another thing is when you need to ask God to give you something because you know that you need to give it back to him. That's something different. And I remember how to get $40,000. That was the largest offering that I have given in my whole life. And I did. I didn't have it at that, that moment. But God gave it to me. In less than a year, I have $40,000 and I give an offering. I'm, I know what I'm talking to you. I'm not talking out of the blue. I'm not telling you something that I haven't done. You know, maybe $40,000 is your salary for some of you. But I learned, I learned that my capacity doesn't have any limits because I'm not operating in my own strength. I'm operating the way that God operates. And I activate my the divine nature by giving. So, with the musician, yeah, I want to pray for you, yeah. I'm sorry that I didn't read you the Bible. <laughs> no, I like to read the Bible, you know. I read it every day in, a, so in, in different forms, but I read it. <laughs> I want to challenge you. To stop living from an orphan spirit. Don't go after nothing. Go after God. And He will tell you what you need to do. You don't have to do what I did. I'm not asking you to do that. Pastor doesn't ask me. He's not asking you to do that. But I, I just I just raising the bar. I'm just raising your the bar. Because it's going to come a time into my life. And now I'm prophesying to myself. It's going to be a time in my life. That it's going to be like the time of Joseph. You know, I'm... I have an MBA in math. And I have an undergraduate in math and computer science. I know, I know a lot of math. I know a lot of accounting. I know it. But there is one thing that I don't understand about the Bible. That when Joseph was harvest, harvest, uh, uh, harvesting the grain. He put it in a store place. You know, he was counting. The Bible said in Genesis that what, he reached a point that he stopped counting. And use a word in the Hebrew is countless. I know that numbers are in, infinitos, infinitive. So it's one, two, you cannot stop. So why he stop? Because it's a representation of grace. Grace can activate something in your life that anything that you need, it will be supplied, not for what you do as an effort, but because God will operate through your life. So I don't know what you, what, 
I don't know what happened with you, but I come today. I don't know when I'm going to come back to this place, but I'm going to live this, this word in this, into this place right now. I want to challenge you. I want to I tell you today, arise church. Your time has come. God is going to bring a harvest. God is going to open the doors of heaven. Nothing will be lacked. Nothing will be nothing is gonna be like God is gonna increase, God is gonna increase, God is gonna increase, God is gonna increase, God is gonna increase. I say God is gonna increase, and it's gonna come a time that the blessing will overshadow you, that the blessing will attract you, and he's gonna go over you because God is the God of grace, God is the God of generosity. Generosity is from God. So you, you know, you need to do something with this word by next Sunday. If you do the same thing that you did last year, then that's fine. I guess you didn't understand. But if you believe God. So no, 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 no. From now on, the pastor's going to tell me, Pastor, when you came, you know, this year was more than last year. And 2022, it was more than 21. And that's what is going to happen. Because the door, you know, I don't like the translation in Spanish because I don't know in English. It says the door of heaven. The word is the floodgates. Las cataratas. You know, floodgates is when you... When you open the heavens, I want to finish with this because I want to pray. And this is the key. What you need is in God. Because He created already for you. He just needs by grace to transfer from heaven into the earth. And I believe. You know, because we have a Catholic background, you know, we, Hispanic, you know, I come from Latin America, Catholic church. That's why I used to go and take the communion, you know. And I, I was there to watch the girls, you know, sing in the choir, you know, I like that one, you know. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being honest. That's why I went to church, just to see the girls. I'm here. <laughs> understand something <laughs> that what happened to Mary is something out of space because God took something that is eternal and he put it in the, in the wound of a woman people don't, they don't understand that that's not something simple <laughs> when God wants to do something he knows how to do it. He will take something from heaven and he will put it in your spiritual one. <laughs> Those who have understanding will understand. Father, in the name of Jesus, 
I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your power. Can you stand up with me? I don't know you'll be sitting, but I just want you to respond to this word. Can you raise your hands? Come on, come on, raise your hands. I'm not asking for your money. I'm not asking you for, I'm asking you just to do something different out of the ordinary. Just open, 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 open your arms and just raise it up into heaven and say, God, we are here. We are the church of the living God. We are living in a time that is a reset and it's going to be an economic reset into the nation. Things are going to begin to happen. Things are going to begin to, to, to be shaken and nobody will be able to stand in the earth if it's not by the grace of God. So Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I come with a prophetic and apostolic anointing and I declare in the name of Jesus that grace is dispensed to this house. Right now, in the name of Jesus, generosity from a not, not from a human nature, but generosity that would birth from, from, from the divine nature that is already within you. I declare that the Holy Spirit will put in your womb, in your spiritual world, whatever you need to bring forth into this earth. I declare that the church will be sustained in this last day. No church will die. No church will perish. We will be sustained by the grace of the living God. So Father, in the name of Jesus, if I have believers, come on, can you shout with me? Just give me one minute, one minute with the music. Come on, come on, everybody that is here. Raise your hand, raise your voice and say, God, we are here. We want to be like you. How many were blessed by that word just now? Pastor, I'm going to ask you to come. come. I'm so glad that we, I'm so glad that we, that we had you come because our church is better now because you came. Pastor Carlos, there's a mantle on his life and and um, you guys may not know this, but Pastor Carlos also has his own business for 22, 25 years as an accountant. As a matter of fact, your, your generosity and your giving is in good hands. You guys don't know this, but I'm gonna let you know right now. Pastor Carlos, uh, his accounting firm is the one that oversees the finances of this church. So we have an outer source that oversees the founder so that to make everything is legal, to make everything that is uh, a good. And there's a mantle over Pastor Carlos' life. And uh, Pastor Carlos has been sowing seed in Staten Island for years. And, I'm just going to ask you if you could pray for our church, if you could pray for my wife and I as the, as the leads of, uh, of this church. And I'm not going to say that, you know, like he's the anointing over his life is the mantle that God has placed. But I know that I believe in impartation. I'm just going to ask you to pray for uh, my wife and I, if you don't mind. Can you raise your hands? Uh, yes, Lord Jesus. Oh, 
Padre, gracias. Can you raise your hands? You begin to pray. a time that is coming I want to prophesy this to you there is a time that is coming that all the good of God is going to be found in his house God told me in Spanish me dijo el bien mío estará en mi casa my goodness is going to be in my house And I know this with the COVID-19, and you know, I, I, I respect you have to keep the distance, you need to use your mask because that's what they're saying that we need to do. We're not rebellious for that. But something is going to shift in this house. Because the grace of God is the one who activates anything. And in order to dispense grace, you need to dispense the word, the eternal word. There is a configuration. There is a grace. There is anointing. You know, I say, I say it in this way. I'm sorry that I, I'm, you know, taking just because I like to pray with understanding. Because I ask this question: Do you think? that if the church was created in eternity God would give man the willingness for them to design it it's impossible COVID-19 God is using to judge the church in one day there was no, no mega church no mega pastor everybody was at the same level <laughs> I just need to you open your eyes that is something is happening beyond what you think that is happening with COVID God is bringing his judgment into the into the earth through this he didn't send COVID I'm not saying that he sent COVID but he's using this to dismantle anything that doesn't go with his design and it's going to be manifest pretty soon in the, in the monetary system believe me believe me soon it's going to be a shift that is going to reset the whole international monetary system we are you have to get ready for a good right And what is going to give you ready for that is not that you hold your giving, is that you give what belongs to God. And you trust God all the way through. So let's pray for them. Let's ask God for this house. Padre, en el nombre de Jesús, yo levanto mis manos y vengo delante de tu presencia, porque tú eres el Dios todopoderoso que hiciste los cielos y la tierra tú eres el gran yo soy tú eres Jehová tú eres el Dios de Israel tú eres el Dios de toda carne and Father in the name of Jesus I pray 
Oh, for this wonderful couple, for these wonderful pastors. Father, in the name of Jesus, I release your grace. I release, I release the design and the purpose that you have from eternity for this house. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, let revelation, let understanding, let wisdom be increased abundantly in their life. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now that in the same way that you gave us a place to stay, that you will transfer to them the building that you already have designed for them. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I command the angels to look that property and to seal it. Because everything that you want to give it to them doesn't matter. You don't have to count the people because it's not the people. It's what God is going to go do through the people. So this is the time. It's a time of opportunity that is going to come into the earth. And remember these words. In times of crisis, the resources are not destroyed. They are transferred. So I release transfer to you, to this house. We transfer from, from the world. We transfer into the kingdom of God. And we declare, Lord, that goodness and peace and grace will increase in this house. Through them. Through them, Lord. Come on, pray for your pastor. Through them. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Come on, help me. Grace be released. Grace be released upon your life. Grace be released upon your life. Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Grace to enable them to fulfill your calling and your purpose. Let grace flow through them, through the people, through the community, through this island. Let thy kingdom come. Let your will be done. In the name of Jesus, I found the spirit of poverty. I bound the spirit of lacking. I bound in the name of Jesus the spirit of orphan. No more orphan in this house. I release the spirit of sonship. Sonship. Sonship into this house. Oh, Sharabakabarakaba. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Once again, we want to thank you for tuning in. Subscribe now and stay connected to all of our latest messages. And if this message really blessed you, pass along the blessing by sharing it with a friend. We pray that you will be given the opportunity to apply this message and we hope that you enjoy the rest of your day. God bless.